CQ, CQ, CQ. Calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners, this is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham, where references can be found in this script either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News. For Sunday the 23rd of October 2022, here are the main news headlines. RSGB tonight at 8 webinar, EMF assessments, Ofcom preparations for WRC 23. The next RSGB tonight at 8 webinar will be live-streamed on Monday the 7th of November at 8pm local time. Terry of G4POP will present Log4OM, the first decade, a look at the popular free logging software Log4OM. Suitable for all levels of expertise, Terry's talk will consider the software's history, its developers and its inbuilt features. There'll be a live demo and a chance to ask questions. Tonight at 8 webinars are live-streamed on youtube.com forward slash the RSGB. As from the 18th of November 2022, all UK amateurs are required to have conducted EMF assessments for all the bands they use. The RSGB provides an assessment app which can be found at on the RSGB website. This app includes many current antennas, however if you have one you feel should be added, please email details of the antenna with a web link, if possible, to georgemm0jnl at dr16 at rsgb.com. Over the period June to September 2022, Ofcom consulted on UK provisional views and positions as part of the preparations for WRC 23, the next ITU World Radio Conference. The RSGB has made a comprehensive reply and its volunteers continue to engage actively in national and international preparations. Topics of relevance to amateurs include 50 MHz, 1.3 gigs, and many other amateur allocations from low frequency to millimeter wavelengths. To find out more, visit rsgb.org. December is Youngsters on the Air Month. This is an opportunity for individuals, uh, clubs, groups and schools to run an amateur radio station with the aim of getting youngsters active on the air. The RSGB is inviting applications to host the special call sign GB22 Yota. To register your interest, email jamie m0stv at yota.month at rsgb.org.uk with details of the activity you're planning. Please include your name, organisation and the call sign of the full license and see who will host the activation to see the GB2 to see the GB22 Yota activation schedule visit the GB22 Yota page at qrz.com details of rallies and events Scotland's biggest rally for this year is being held at Gala Shields on Sunday the 30th of October. The rally takes place at the Volunteer Hall, St John Street, Gala Shields, admission £2.50 per person, with free entries for under-16s. Doors open for general admission at 11am, with a disabled and accessible entry and early book-in of bring-and-buy items at 10.45am. There'll be an RSGB bookstall and catering is available on-site. The British Vintage Wireless Society's Goldbourne Swap Meet will take place on Sunday the 30th of October. 
The venue is Goldbourne Parkside Sports and Community Club, Rivington Avenue, uh, Goldbourne in Warrington, Cheshire, WA33HG. Doors open at 10 o'clock with stallholder entry from 9.30. Contact Mark Riding via Mark, Mark Riding figures 100 at hotmail.co.uk for additional information. Bishop Auckland Radio Amateur Club is pleased to announce that its annual radio rally has returned after a break. This premier northeastern rally will take place at Spennymore Leisure Centre on Sunday the 27th of November. The usual selection of traders and other stalls will be at the rally. Parking for visitors can be found at the Leisure Centre or nearby. The postcode for Satnavs is Delta Lima 16, 6 Delta Bravo. Traders who have reserved tables should have received their information already. If you are a trader or wish to book a table, then please say the web, see the website www.barac.org.uk. There are spaces left for the rally, but they're selling out fast. Now for special event news, the Norfolk Tank Museum Radio Group near Long Stratton has been granted special permission, uh, a permanent special call sign, I'm sorry, of GB2NTM and will be on the air for the last days of the museum museum's 2022 season from 11am till 5pm on the 30th of October. Operation is planned on 80, 40 and 20 metres plus 70.450 megahertz FM using radios from the museum collection. More details via the qrz.com page for GB2NTM. Now for DX News, Peter PD1EDS will be active as PD146EU from Schoen Dwevland which I've probably pronounced wrongly. I've got a, a guide. Show window villon says EU146. Until the 30th of October, you'll operate at SSBFT8 on 4020 and 10, QSL via QRZ.com. Birkin, uh, TA3J, plans to be active as TA3J-0 from Yassica Island, AS099 on Saturdays and Sundays until the 31st of October. He'll operate SSB, CW, Ritty and FT8, 80 to 10 metre bands, QSL via Club Log and Logbook of the World. HB175 Rail will be active until the 31st of October, celebrating the 175th anniversary of the Swiss Railways. Multiple bands and modes will be in operation and a number of certificates will be available, QSL via Logbook of the World. OR1050Hz, H-E-R-Z, will be active on the 31st of October, marking the 1050th anniversary of the foundation of Herzl in the Belgian province of Flanders. Activity will be on all bands and modes, QSL via the Bureau. Contest news on Tuesday the 25th of October, the SHF UK Activity Rally runs from 18.30 to 21.30 UTC, 2.3 to 10 gigs bands, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator, the UK EICC DX contest ends its 24-hour run today at 1200 UTC, SSB-only contest on 3.5 to 28 megs bands, the exchanges signal report and serial number, UK and Irish stations send their district code. On Wednesday the 26th of October, the UK EICC 80 metre contest takes place between 2000 and 2100 UTC. Uh, using CW only, the exchange is six-character locator. Next weekend, the CQ Worldwide DX contest 
runs from 0000 on Saturday to 23.59 UTC on Sunday. SSB only 1.8 to 28 megs bands where contests are permitted. The exchange signal report and CQ zone. Now for the radio propagation report. They write, we had another great week of HF propagation, helped no doubt by very low geomagnetic KP index, meaning the ionosphere remained settled. Despite the solar flux index declining to 113 by Thursday, 10 metres have been highly active with openings every day. We've had good daily 10 metre openings, even out as far as the west coast of the USA for well-equipped stations. Next week, NOAA predicts that the solar flux index will continue to remain in the 110 to 120 range. This is not extreme, but would be enough for very good propagation on all the upper HF bands if we don't have any geomagnetic disturbances. A rather large coronal hole is rotating into view and should become earth-facing on the 21st. This is fairly low on the sun's face, so it might not impact us as badly as a coronal hole on the solar equator would, but nevertheless, its size suggests that disturbance might be long-lived, so expect its plasma to hit Earth late Saturday or Sunday. Noah also predicts the KP index will rise on Wednesday, the 26th of October, with the index rising to 5. Quite what will cause what will cause this is unclear, although it would be the return it could be the return of an active region that took the KP index to six twenty seven days ago. Once that clears, we may expect good conditions on ten to hopefully continue. So make the most of it. Now for the VHF and up propagation, the current transition to changeable autumnal conditions is fully complete and proving very difficult to shift. This means that the breezy unsettled weather with low pressure systems pushing fronts across the country will continue during the period. Well, this may produce some rain scatter options, although it's not a big shout-off compared with the intense thunderstorms of high summer. There will be some high pressure nearby over the continent, but it's not likely to be a big tropo player and remains largely out of reach from the UK. One minor meteor shower, the Leonis, it says Leonis, I think it should be Leonid, Minarids, peaks on Tuesday the 24th of October, but the ZHR is low. Aurora could crop up on occasions during the coming week, and after recent activity levels on 6 metres, there's still a chance of sporadic E. This recent activity just shows that we should probably learn to regard it as an option, especially on FT8, even in the normal closed season for ease. Moon declination goes negative today, Sunday, so moon windows continue to shorten as the week progresses, with perigee next Saturday. Path losses will fall throughout the week, 144 meg sky noise starts low, but there's a partial solar eclipse on Tuesday the 25th, so that day will be an EME washout. After the eclipse, the noise rises slowly from 380k to around 3000k next Saturday, making it a noisy week for EME. And that's it from the propagation team, that's all from me likewise until next week.